Hi, Emily. Ooh, wow. Whoa. I'm losing my brain. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back. Thanks. Welcome back from to New York. Well, yeah, my my voice is still kind of gone. Yeah, I'm pretty tired too. I'm like, my, I'm just stuffy. Yeah, allergies are pretty shit this week. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. I, yeah, I want to apologize to our listeners. After listening to myself with Legally Blonde, I'm like, ouch. <laughs> I sound like vocal fry, and I apologize. That's not that, it wasn't that bad. It's still pretty bad, though. <laughs> it's fine. 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 I feel like we sing that a lot. We do, because that's kind of, it's been this past year, it's like, it's fine. This is fine. It's fine. It's Everything's fine. on fire. It's fine. It's on fire. It's everything's on fire. It's fine. It's fine though. Hey Emily. Hey Chelsea. What are you drinking? Uh, I am actually, honestly, I'm back on my bullshit. I am surrounded by alcohol. Yeah. Literally surrounded by alcohol, but I am not drinking any alcohol. So Ooh. right now I'm having some grapefruit Italian soda that Stevie brought over for her film reading. Yummy. And some tea because I'm also not drinking coffee. Oh. Weird. Yeah. So you have, like, there's, like, uh, 80 bottles of wine over there. That's all Rigel's. It's is, all Rigel's. Did he just leave that there? Yes. I don't I don't know what's happening with it, and uh, that is why my house is 69 degrees. Uh, and all of that alcohol, there's, like, 60 bottles of liquor over there. You'd think that... Oh, no, that's staying here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really cool. I like the bar cart. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. No, that, that stays. I think Drew's taking some of it, my brother. I'll, I mean, I'll help you if you need... Somebody to take some liquor off your hands. Liquor? I hardly know her. Yikes. Yikes. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? I'm drinking iced tea from Catalina. Honestly, I couldn't tell what it was because it's such a golden color as opposed to a tea color. That's what it looks like. No, it's a black tea. It's a black tea. I went to Catalina this morning. I tried to go to Southside. You know what? I'm going to whine about that. That's going to be my wine. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about? You know what? I'm whining because I tried to go to Southside this morning, one of my favoriteest places, little coffee shops in Houston, and they've torn down the parking lot to build a library, which, yay. <laughs> but also, they've built this monstrosity of an ugly building across the street from it. It's next to Katz's off of Westheimer. Okay. That monstrosity of a building. And it's supposed to have a parking garage for Southside. But, like, it's Montrose, so, like, there's no parking on the street, and they have so much construction. It's like, don't park here at any time. And so I tried to park in one place, and it's like, no. Oh, no, that's not a parking spot. That's not. Okay, I'll just go in the garage. It's fine. I can park downstairs and walk up. And then they had the gate closed. I'm like, I can't get Montrose is a hell and a half. I'm like. Oh, yeah. I went. I made the stupid decision to go and pick up Mala Szechuan one night. Mm. It was a Friday night. It was, like, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You there was you couldn't park anywhere like yeah. even with the Good restaurant luck. to do a pickup. I ended up calling them and being like, "I need you to bring this out." To I me. almost did that. And with they did. Outside. They did. It was very very kind because we had ordered pickup like it was there, and they did bring it out. But I was like, there was like a line of cars behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah, like <laughs> so, guys, I'm getting food. I just and they like they were like there was room for them to drive around me. They just wouldn't. Yeah. 
It's like they, I just, okay, I get it. In in New York, it's a totally different story. It's not a big deal. You just get up and you go walk to where you need to go. And that's yeah. great because people don't have cars in New York. But in Houston, we all have cars and we're all out at the same time. And if there's no freaking parking, like what are we supposed to do? Build a freaking parking lot, please. Or don't tear down the only parking lot in that little place because that's like where Uchi is too. Yeah. And that's hella like great eating, dining, and yeah, people are there no, at 5 with o'clock. With no parking. With no parking. So I feel so bad for Southside. I love the shit out of Southside. And please go support them, but just know that you need to take an Uber there or park, <laughs> like, two blocks away and then walk. And then walk. But I love that. Or I feel really bad. I feel live like over there. It just live over there. I yeah. have a private I feel like they're going to go under because of people. nobody's in there in the shop anymore because they can't park to get there. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Emily. What hey, are you, Chelsea. Hey, what, what are you wanting about? Um, I had to take off my headphone because I was like, why am I hearing a bird? <laughs> Do you, I hear it, too. There's a damn bird from New Jersey following <laughs> me here. <laughs> Those birds were so loud. loud. And they're loud right now. And, like, we're not necessarily by my window. It's just, like, in proper Jersey fashion, those birds are like, hey! 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 Emily! Hey! 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 <laughs> I love it. Um, I have two wines as I readjust in this chair. We're back at my kitchen table. Y'all. Because I didn't make my bed. Y'all. Um, I have a... My, I'm going to start with my my um everclear wine and Ugh. yeah exactly and just be sad real fast that Rigel moved across the country Aww. yeah we're gonna just gonna live in that for a second yep yep emily became emotionally dependent yeah <laughs> and now it's sad <laughs> i still have my dog who's yeah. tip tapping across the floor and then I'll go and I'll move into my sparkling wine and say that I had a great time in New York. Yay! My virtual to IRL. I love it. So I met up with. You want to hear about it? I you mean, know fast? yeah, yeah. I heard about it, but well, yeah. you heard a little bit. Yeah, no. So I met up with Kim. I stayed at Kim's house, which we talked about last week. Um, I'd done my photo shoot with Michael Kushner, and I was heading over to meet Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Lions, who that was right before we were recording. Mm-hmm. You told us about so. That. We did meet up, like yeah. we got coffee, and you he went to super- the plaza. And the, oh, yeah, well, with Jonathan, he we were talking about like sub Wi Fi. So if you don't know what sub Wi Fi is, go look it up. It's sub Wi Fi NYC. It's a project that he's working on, so that's kind of neat. And then I was like, oh my god, I can go to Plaza today, which I had no idea. I think I made that appointment after I got off the phone with you. No, you said you said when we when we were recording you were going to go to the plaza. Oh, today. so I had I had yeah, just made already, it. You already told me. Yeah, you I like had, I had listeners. a big day that day. Yeah. Like I had a doctor's appointment before I saw you that day. Like it in was, New York, it was a virtual doctor's appointment. Oh, okay, gotcha. It was just very wild. So yeah, yeah. yeah I went to the plaza and I met two people from Houston, hey. and then one of them just got married. The other one, she lives in Frankfurt, but um, they're super cool. So hey, y'all, if you're listening, Yay. nice to meet you. Um, they might come on a ghost tour soon. Cool. And then, and then I went and met up with my little camp friend, Margaret Ann, and then I get home and Kim was back. I get home, I get back to New Jersey and Kim was back from her vacation early because she had a big audition. So it was just kind of like a adventurous Mm -hmm. like day that day, my last day in New York. But overall my sparkling wine is, I was so happy to see everyone in New York. You met the Bavarellis too. I did. I met, I met Barrett Broadway. I met, so Mikey and Jen. Jen. I can't wait to meet you guys in real time. They're so fun. And I saw Ashley Kate and I met her fiance. Aww. Who's so nice. I literally was like, 
I like hugged him. I go, you are a lovely human. Aww. He's just like a lovely personality. Yeah. And I'm and I could not imagine anyone better for Ashley. Yeah, Kate. I was gonna say that's exactly what it's Ashley like, Kate needs and deserves. It, it was just I'm like, oh my human. gosh, this Aww. the universe really was looking out for her. Aww. And then um and then I met Jenna. Jenna, Jenna Lee Green. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. I saw those yeah. pictures. I, I was like, oh, my gosh. She's yeah. fun. She was great. We went to Woodbines. And then um, I actually met up with Nora from Multi Height yeah. and took her to Woodbines. Nice. After I was drunk with the Beverellis that morning. <laughs> so Day drunk is the best. It was like we showed up somewhere with bottomless mimosas. Yeah. And so, and I told the girl, I was like, oh, yeah, we're celebrating my birthday. And she was so sweet. But you know with bottomless mimosas, they bring you a carafe. And then usually you finish the carafe and you have no more food left. Yeah. So they take the carafe and, they, and then they give you the check and that's that. She brought us another carafe. Yay! <laughs> it was like, oh my god, that's kind of like the Bob's Burgers episode. Have you seen that? No. Where they wait. decide to do brunch. Oh yes, I did. And see like that. they don't put any any modifications to their their menu. It's just like, yeah, you can totally get mimosas. They're bottomless, but you don't have to get food. Yeah. They, they didn't realize the rules of brunch. And people were just drunk, sloshed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just said bottomless. That's a lie. I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> that's <laughs> that me. Was, that that's would be you. Me. That is you. That I at me. least, like, I, I know my limits because it was very funny. We're like, we're going to finish this graph and then we'll be done. And Oof. then they bring another one. They're like, I guess I need an affogato. They brought it to me with, because affogato, if you don't know what it is, it's gelato with um, an espresso shot on top. Yum. And they put an, a little candle in my ice cream, ah. and I'm like, oh. So it was really, it was really sweet. And I, I looked at Jen and Mike. He was like, "Don't sing to me." <laughs> ah, that's really cute. But I love it was that. the whole thing was very, it was very fun. I'm, I'm thinking, very fortunate. I want to go up in February. I think I can save and go up in February for audition season. Oh yeah. I'm thinking about it, uh, but yeah, I love New York. But I wish I could have gone. If you are in New York, Michael Kushner has only a couple of tables left for his. Performance oh, yeah, at fifty four below in June thirtieth. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince Chelsea to come up with. I don't know if I can. I know I don't I think really I can don't either. think I can. But we love you, Michael. We love you, Michael. Let's check that out. Okay. Anyway, so ten minutes, ten and a half months in. This is pretty normal. What are we doing? What are we what are we covering today? Oh yeah, we're talking yeah. about. Well, you're talking about the, the prom. prom. Which did you go I, to the prom? I went to prom both years. Yeah, I. Had no dates though. I went by myself. Well, I Good. went with like one of my friends. It was a girl who yeah. we were like, we went because we were both single. And right. We're like, Let's go. Yeah. But no, I went. I, I wish was I had like, done that. I was like, fuck. I like. I never. I didn't go to a single dance with a with a date. Yeah. In high school, I went to. Oh, that's a lie. Okay, I went to junior homecoming. I went to two junior homecomings with a date. Hmm. The first one was at my brand new school. I went to homecoming with this guy who disappeared with his ex-girlfriend. Oh, And gross. they got back together the next day. So uh, that was cool. Gross. And then that same year, so junior year, I ended up going back and visiting my dad in London. So I went mm-hmm. back to Tassis where I met up with one of my best friends, Clayton. And it just so happened to be the weekend of homecoming. So he asked me to come to his homecoming. So oh, I went to cute. homecoming in England with him. Nice. And he was so sweet. And I love Clayton. That's awesome. A little beaky baby. And then, yeah, so those are the only only dances in high school I went to with a date. It was okay. junior homecoming. I went to the Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants. Nothing oh better. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, oh. No, I went, I went with my first boyfriend, Colin, to the Sadie Hawkins dance. That's where I got my first kiss. Was that the Aww, Sadie Hawkins dance? I know. That's so poetic. I know, right? I, 
it wasn't good. But oh, no. <laughs> anyway, I didn't know what good was anyway. But um, Yeah, you had nothing to compare it to. Uh, yeah, I had nothing to compare it to. But most of the time, especially middle school dances, I just went with friends and like felt awkward and tried to dance and then like went, oh, he wants to dance with me when somebody would ask. And I'm like, I'm desirable? Okay. Yeah. And then freshman year, yeah, I was asked to the prom by this senior who also flew planes as a hobby. That's cool. And he was like... It's so bougie and so Houston. It was so bougie. Well, I didn't go to a bougie school. So I was like, oh my God, how cool. You must be rich. He's like, yeah, I have a plane. I have a license. I can fly you out and we can go get dinner in like New York and then fly back for prom. And I was like, yeah. And my mom's like, absolutely not. And mom, I'm sure you don't remember this, but you were you were like absolutely not you were not going to the prom with a senior especially on an airplane that he's flying I was like you don't love me I was so upset but I didn't get to go so I had to wait until junior year and then the guy that I was like pining after all through high school I was simping after this guy (laughs) in high school since like freshman year I had been simping after this guy he did not ask me to prom even though we like made out a couple times and I was, oh my god I was upset but it's okay his best friend asked me and his best friend was like super gay and I was like yep we're gonna do that and so I felt comfortable with him hi Chris I miss you and we had a great time and actually I spent the evening with his with the guy that I was simping after <laughs> It's funny. I'm so vanilla compared to you. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I just like, we just, I I ended up hanging out with that guy all night. And then my senior year, I went with Michael and his friends, my boyfriend, my senior year, which they, you know, was fun. But I wish I had just not. I wish I'd gone with my friends because we had two separate friend groups and they were great Uh, and all. I mean, we had a good time, but I didn't really know them that well. And my friends were all there, just the girls hanging out because they didn't have guys to go with or they didn't want to go with their guys or something. So I was like, man, y'all are fun. I'm going to go hang out over here now. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) that was my experience with the prom. We didn't didn't really have a whole lot of drama or anything that happened. No, there was no drama. I'm like, but this prom has some drama in yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like because this is, this is not even a real prom. It's the fake prom that is the real prom. What, this? Yeah. Is oh, what yeah, there is a fake prom It's like prom fake real prom. There is a fake prom yeah. that happens, but don't give it away yet. Oh, sorry, sorry. I guess we can just go in straight into the background. That's a plot point that, Ooh. like, hurts. <laughs> Ooh, stabby, stabby hurts. Stabby, stabby. Okay, let's yeah. get into this background so we can get to the plots. Yeah. Because I'm ready for it. Ready. As I put my tea down. Okay, so... Give me the tea. The tea. The prom. Music by Michael Sklar, who we know from Wedding Singer and Elf the Musical. Oh. Lyrics by Chad Bugalin. That's a fun name. I know. I said it. I like looked at it. I was Ooh. like, we've talked about him before, but also I'm not sure if I said singer. it right. Um, so he actually wrote the book for Aladdin, Disney's Aladdin, the musical, not necessarily the film. He also uh, wrote lyrics and book for The Wedding Singer, oh. and then he wrote lyrics for Elf the Musical. Oh, okay. Cause they've, so they've worked together before. Yes, which brings us into who also wrote the book was Bob Martin. We know Bob Martin from Drowsy Chaperone. He <gasps> That's is why I know that. Robert. He's Robert. Well, he is man in chair, but he is Robert. Yeah. Yes, it's his like his story. And yeah. he trained at Second City in Toronto. And he also worked with Sklar and Bugelin um, on Elf. And so then they had some other projects that weren't as well known. But the three of them, the little trio, mm-hmm. seems to be moving on. And also Bugelin helped 
co-write the book of the prom. But it is actually based on the original concept by Jack Viertel, who is a senior vice president of, I didn't look up how to say this, Jujumisin. Jumisin. Jumisin. Jujumisin. I cannot say that word. (laughs) Ryan, I feel like Ryan, the news guy, is like, stop. Stop. It's J U J A M C Y N (laughs) Theaters. Sorry, y'all. So he's a producer and he owns and operates five Broadway theaters. And that information you can find on Vanity Fair. Look at that. I'm like sourcing my shit. Look at you. It's not only Wikipedia, y'all. So as it turns out, <laughs> not just Wikipedia. Not just Wikipedia. It might be a source that I found on Wikipedia, yeah. but you know, here we are. So as it turns out, the prom is based on a true story. So even as, though it's like an original concept by Jack, I mean, he got it from real life events. In 2010, Constance McMillan was a senior at Itawamba Agricultural High School in Fulton, Mississippi. Say that five times fast. <laughs> it's in Tawamba. <laughs> I'm like, nope. I wonder, are they they're the I-A-H-S? Cool. The EOS. Yay. Yay. Um, so she had planned to bring her girlfriend to their senior prom and wear a tuxedo. And in response, she was banned from attending by the school board. Oh, you so, just gave away the whole plot. Um, this is the background. You don't have to say that it's like, this is like a real story. Yeah, I know. Okay, shush. <laughs> Shut up. The entire back. It's no, it's like just based. <laughs> it could just be that they all died. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like it could turn into true crime. Rude. She turned into Black Widow and killed everyone. <laughs> so McMillan challenged the, bo- the board's decision in response, and the board decided to entirely cancel that year's senior prom. So McMillan and the ACLU sued her school district, and the federal court found the Itawamba school district guilty of violating McMillan's first amendment rights. But the judge did not force the school district to reinstate prom. And so with that, they ended up having a fake prom that actually was only attended by seven students, two of whom had learning disabilities. Celebrities such as Green Day, Kat Cora and Lance Bass heard about this whole situation. They rallied together via social media to show their support to McMillan and agreed to help sponsor a second chance prom where McMillan and her girlfriend could attend without homophobic backlash. Love that. Actually, Isn't that great? Yeah. So that's a real life story. It is a real life story. That's what happened. Yep. So this show um, actually premiered off, or not off Broadway, this show actually premiered pre-Broadway at Alliance Theater in Atlanta, and it ran there August 18th to September 25th, 2016, Hmm. with Casey Nakala as director and choreographer, set designed by Scott Pask, costume by Ann Roth, and Matthew Patchman, and lining by Kenneth Posner, and sound by Peter Holinsky. We've heard all these names before. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, looking up Scott Pask to see what else he's done. Yeah. I, I know I've heard I know we name. talk about him all the time. Yeah. Kenneth Posner's Spring Awakening and everything else. So then it moved over to Broadway. The show began previews at the Long Acre Theater on October 23rd, 2018, with an official opening on November 15th, 2018. But the production closed August 11th, 2019, having only played 23 previews and 309 regular performances. That's not a lot of performances compared to some of other other shows. Yeah. Right? I was I saw that and I was like, huh. What? 309. It's a lot, but I mean, usually our shows are reaching at least 500. Yeah. Sometimes even into the thousands or, you know, fiddle out of the roof with 3,000. Yeah. 
which is crazy. The production cost $13.5 million to stage, and they did not recoup its investment. You know, I think as, as sweet as the show is, and I, I love the story, it is very campy, too. Mm-hmm. So maybe people just weren't, they just weren't into it. They just weren't ready much. for it. Yeah, the narcissism and the, the campiness of those characters. And you have to wait a while to get through their journey to, like, see them change. So it's like, uh. Yeah. It's just a, it sounds like it's kind of a slow-moving mo- musical with, like, the point, like the yes. the main plot point is a news article, right? Like, like everyone knows yeah. what we're getting and at. Like I feel like you you get to the prom so fast and then it's not. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's more to this story. Shit. Uh. So don't worry. Keep going. Keep um, going. <laughs> then there was supposed to be a Broadway tour. It was supposed mm-hmm. to start February 2021 oh, in no. Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, no. Um, but I did go and check the site as well as broadway.com and according to their site there has been nothing scheduled their tours i think on prom prom the musical.com or whatever the website is google search the prom musical and it will pop up i promise um there's nothing scheduled it just says uh check your local listings for postponements and rescheduling mm. so I see you on Scott Pass. I am on Scott Studio. Pass Studio. Yeah, I was like, Lord. okay, so I'm seeing Mean Girls. He's done. This, so this is the designer, and you can really the imagine this. This, yeah, I'm sorry, the set designer. Yeah. You can really imagine the set because, like, it's very similar to a lot of his other sets, like color wise. Mean Girls, Bands Visit, Waitress, Finding Neverland, Something Rotten, The Visit, Pippin, Hair, Book of Mormon, Sweet Charity, Promises, Promises, Barnum, and You're in Town. So this is a band who has a lot of Tony. Yes. <laughs> he actually, he has won a lot of Tonys. Look yeah. at all the plays. Or at least a lot of, of, he's, of he's, nominations. Oh, he yeah. did Oh, Hello. Yeah. Oh, hello. And Peter Grimes. He set designed Peter Grimes. Yeah. St. Joan, I'll, I'll Eat You Last, The Little Foxes, Code of... The Coast of Utopia. There's just so many. He's done a lot of stuff. If you want a little laugh on Netflix, uh, you can watch not only The Prom, the musical, but you can also watch Oh Hello Broadway with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Oh, I love them. They're so funny. Is that, wait, is that him? Yeah, it's oh, him. Oh, wait, oh, I missed it. Yeah, oh, it's hello. On, yeah, they're like, this is this is this the is chandelier a, from Fiddler on the Roof or something shady like Bob that. Like, <laughs> and this door is from, what is that, the puppet... Uh, Avenue Q. Yeah, they, they have Steve Martin shows up on yeah. the show. Yeah, no, go watch it on on Netflix. It's, it's so funny. It's a, and then they have a podcast. A, a what? A podcast. Podcast. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's I love so it. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's funny. I love it. Okay, back to the prom. So awards. This was shocking to me. Yes. They were part of the 2019 award circuit, where they had six Tony nominations and no wins. <gasps> But they actually lost Best Musical to Hades Town. Oh. So you can imagine what was sweeping the nation and the Tonys that year. Mm-hmm. It was Hades Town. It was Hades They won everything. Uh-huh. But they did get at least one win. So the Drama Desk Awards, they were nominated for five uh, awards, but they won for Outstanding Musical. Hmm. They were nominated for four Outer Critics Circle Awards. Two Drama League Awards. Technically, it was two awards or two places, but three nominations. Because mm-hmm. for Best Supporting Actress, there were two actresses. And then seven Broadway.com Audience Awards nominations. But the only win that they got out of award season was Outstanding Musical by Drama Desk. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And then I have some fun facts. So, fun fact. Actress, or actresses Caitlin Kinnanen, 
who was in Frankie the Musical, mm-hmm. and Isabel McCullough's kiss during the prom's performance during the 2018 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade received significant media attention for being the first LGBTQ kiss in a parades in the parades history. Wow. Broadcast history. It was the really? first, yes, it was like the first LGBTQ kiss that was on live television for Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yeah. We didn't even announce our... Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> doing a theme. <laughs> we have a theme this month, Pride on Broadway. So we are... We're showcasing the pride-friendly musicals that we love and adore. There are so many of them. It was hard to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> but we thought we'd start with the prom. Fun. I it's didn't fun. know that that was the yeah, first... Yeah, that was the first one. On August 3rd, 2019, after performance of the show at Long Inca Theater, Broadway's first known onstage wedding occurred. <gasps> Between the script coordinator on the show and a singer and actress who had recently worked with the show's musical director, oh. it was a, witty, a wedding between two women. That is like, honestly, my dream wedding is on a stage, a stage. in New York on Broadway. I, I, sure, let's do it. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. James. <laughs> <laughs> not engaged yet. Damn it. I'm not sure we can afford that either. Yeah, I mean, you probably have to know someone who knows somebody. Uh, I do. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Just talk. To, we'll talk to Dante. Dante. <laughs> Dante. Dante. Okay, I do have uh, some um, characters and actors to go over really fast, and then we can move on to plot. You ready for yeah, this? I'm ready. Okay, so Emma Nolan is the lead character, and that is Caitlin Kinnanen, and she was seen across Atlanta and Broadway. Barry Glickman was Brooks. Ashmanskas, Ashmanskas. I know I've never seen that name. Dee Dee Allen is Beth Lebel. Yeah, it's Beth Lebel. Um, Alyssa Green was Anna Grace Barlow in Atlanta and Isabel Mikala on Broadway. Trent Oliver was played by Christopher Sieber. Tom Hopkins was played by Martin or Tom Hopkins was played by Martin Morin in Atlanta and Michael Potts on Broadway. We have Angie Dickinson who was played by Angie Schwer. Mrs. Green was. Courtney. Courtney. <laughs> Collins. Sheldon Sepperstein was Josh Lamont, who we know from Emoji Land. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ashley, who was renamed Shelby in the Broadway production, was played by Collins Conley in Atlanta and then Kaylin West on Broadway. Mandy, who was renamed Kaylee in the Broadway performance, was played across the board by Becca Lee. Olivia Keaton was Alina Waters in Atlanta, and then Courtney um, Ballin on Broadway. Kevin was Kevin Slolek. (laughs) That's a fun name. In Atlanta, and Drew Reddington in Broadway. And then Nick Boomer slash second reporter was Teddy Toy, and motel clerk was Josh Franklin. Nice. It it seems like they they really brought most of the cast over to Broadway. There's like seven out of ten that didn't go to Broadway, didn't transfer. That's interesting. I no, like not that. a whole lot yeah. didn't transfer, but there was, yeah, quite a few. You know what I realized? I did not go over critical response, but I do want to say that Adam Feldman at Time Out Magazine gave the show four out of five stars. Okay. Saying it is cheering to see a musical comedy that engages with modern questions with a teenage lesbian romance as center to boot. Mm-hmm. But while the issues are contemporary, there is a 1980s feel to the character types and an overall style of Chad Bogolin and Matthew Sklar's score, which resembles their work in The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. A stronger dose of reality in the, in the lyrics in the book um, would, be, would better justify the show's eventual turn to a sentimental education. But case, 
Yeah, I said I said it it sounds it, it looks, looks 80s. like eighties. It looks like modern day eighties with all the colors, with the purples, the blues, the neons, the and neons, the and, looks and like just it. like the flashy yeah. costumes. Yeah. So it looks like and the short it looks, dresses. It looks like our today's teens going to the thrift shop or shopping in their parents' closets mm-hmm. and wearing and like trying to bring back this. 80s vibe yeah Yeah. so it is it is interesting because i'm like it looks like you went to 80s which is pretty it's pretty much what the what our youths are doing right now like 90s grunge right now is what everyone's wearing right So I'm so ready. Guess what? You already know it because you definitely. It's definitely the story. That it's you just, just the told story. Us. Well, I think there's a there's, there's a plot twist stuff. that there's some- that Feldman was like. I wish that they hadn't gone with this plot twist. Well, okay, and I will say before we start, there's some controversy as far as the movie goes. Mm, okay. They had. Um, I heard a, a lot of gay men talking about how it was offensive and just not okay to have a cis white male playing the role of, oh God, what's his name? The older, um, uh, Barry, Barry Glickman playing the role of Barry Glickman, the older gay man on Broadway, because they they had this white cis male. What's his name? Something, James something, Gordon. Shame, thank you, him. They had him playing, and he's straight. Oh, I thought he was gay. I I did too, but oh. he's he's not. So they had him playing this character who is gay, this older gay male, and was really making this guy super flamboyant. I think people just don't like James Corden. To be I totally mean, there's honest. that too. But <laughs> when you when you play a stereotype or you play to the stereotype and not the character, it's annoying. Yeah. And I, I understand why people were upset by that. I actually really did enjoy the movie. I haven't, I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen the stage show. I hope it's uh, we're gonna see what what um, Wikipedia well, we had to say about that. Yeah. But yeah, I watched the movie. You can watch it on Netflix. It's it was heartwarming. I really did enjoy it. I cried a little. It was good. Act one: the prom. The musical opens with the PTA of a school board in Indiana announcing that they are canceling prom due to a student named Emma wanting to bring her same-sex partner to the prom and the fear of legal action if they only ban her. So what a piece of shit! These I, we don't want to name names, we don't but have Emma. Emma. <laughs> Emma wants to bring a chick to the prom, so fuck her. We're gonna just cancel it, and we don't want to get in trouble. So yeah. Anyway, so then we have a scene change, and we go to Broadway, where Eleanor exclamation <laughs> point the Eleanor Roosevelt story. Is celebrating its opening night with its lead cast members, Dee Dee Allen and Barry Glickman, in the song Changing Lives. I can predict what the reviews will say before the next notice arrives. It's groundbreaking, earth-shaking, life-affirming, breathtaking, gut-wrenching, heart-aching. In two words, it's history-making. That's why every actor strives for a And within this song, we find that um, the 
uh, brain is not working. We find that these two people are super obsessed with themselves. Some of the lyrics at the beginning, they're like, uh, if... I, I cry on stage if the audience isn't basically depressed by the end of this. I've not done my job. <laughs> you know, typical actor stuff. Oh, yes. So they're, they're both obsessed with themselves, a la, you know, very famous, narcissistic Broadway stars. And they read their reviews of Eleanor and find that it's a smash, but then but. also... <laughs> but. But they are seen themselves personally. Dee Dee and Barry are seen as horrid awful human beings who don't know how to they they said something offensive so the musical it's it's bashed it is end up getting it gets bashed by the new york times other people enjoy the musical but the new york times bashes it because Dee Dee and barry do not understand their characters since they are both self-absorbed narcissists oh, so they're so, playing it for them and not. yeah they're playing it for them and not the characters so um res- I, it results in the show closing on opening night I still have, I have Eleanor Roosevelt. We're waiting in the wings for you. It's just <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Eleanor like. Roosevelt. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Not thrown away my shit. Oh, my God. That's, That's so just funny. Eleanor drinking in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so to, they want to improve their image so that they can keep a show going on Broadway because they're both seen as narcissistic assholes. So to improve their image... Both of the actors, Dee Dee and Barry, decide that they're going to find a quote-unquote cause to appear selfless. <laughs> they team up with two other actors, Trent Miller, a Juilliard graduate on his luck, who has just been cast in the non-equity tour of Godspell. Oof. <laughs> and the Godspell people do come on stage at some point. It, okay. it becomes a thing later. But the non-equity tour of Godspell, which, Lord Almighty... If you don't know, non-equity gets paid shit, and they also get treated like shit because you don't have you a, don't have no union. You don't have a, you all, you, all you got, got no, no union, union behind you <laughs> to to back you up and make sure you're treated like a human being. So most non-equity tours are. <laughs> uh, so they team up with Trent and Angie Dickinson, who's been in the chorus of uh, Chicago for twenty years and has never been allowed to play Roxy Hart as a stand-in or even, you know, at all. She's just been in the chorus for 20 years. So she's just left her show, and they all decide they're going to go look for a cause. Can you imagine Nicole Kidman, who plays Angie Dickinson in the movie, as Roxy Hart in Chicago? Absolutely not. Actually, that was the one casting choice in the show that I was pissed off about. Yeah, really? In the movie. I was like, no, stop, look, I... I do love a good Nicole Kidman, but stop putting her in musical theater roles. Stop. She started in musical theater, didn't she? No. Well, Meryl Streep did. Meryl Streep did. I, I agreed with the choice of Meryl Streep in the movie as Dee Dee. Meryl Streep can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. But Nicole Kidman, I am not a fan of her voice. She's a fabulous actress. Stop putting her in musicals, though. I'm just imagining, like... Her like her sweet little voice. Is that, she's in. she has a real sexy song later, and I'm like, I don't believe this, and I don't. Anyway, uh, I was heart. mad. I was mad. I was like, no, stop it. Stop putting her <laughs> in musical theater roles, for God's sake. Anyway, she's a fabulous actor. Actress, don't get me wrong. Anyway, so <laughs> stop it, Moulin Rouge. Stop it. Yeah, go back to Moulin Rouge. Stop it. Rant over. Rant over. So here's how they find their cause. They go on Twitter. Hmm. And they're looking for hashtag um, current current cause trends. (laughs) 
Which is also how I find my causes. You oh know. my gosh, that's so funny. But they find Emma, a teenager from Indiana, whose prom was canceled by the Parent Teacher Association because she wanted to bring her girlfriend. Da 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 da! They found their cause. Seeing the opportunity and some personal connection, the actors decide to go to Indiana to help in the song Changing Lives reprise. This is our moment to change the world. On a Changing lives, yeah, it it goes from this, we're changing lives because we're actors, to we're changing lives because, quote unquote, we're going to prove that in this day and age, being gay isn't a crime. This is our movement to change the world one lesbian, 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 at a time. (laughs) So they they definitely build that. And then at the very end of the song, this, uh, quote unquote, woke gay man is singing about... Once, uh, once we at last are changing lives. Now let's go help that. Oh yeah, and then calls her. Yeah, and then calls her by the D word. I'm like, nope. It's okay. not Dick, by the way. It's not Dick. So I just, I don't, I don't appreciate it. But anyway, it's supposed, it's meant to be funny. I get it. It's just not, it's not funny to me. So back in Indiana, Emma is facing really severe bullying, and she reminds herself to breathe, and that not everyone is this cruel in the world. In the world, in the song, just breathe. Just breathe, Emma. Not everyone is that repressed. Just breathe, Emma. It wouldn't be high school without a test. Just close your eyes and count to ten. Go to your happy place and then try not to combust. Just breathe. The word. The word. I feel I, like I, there's I, a lot of songs with the with the title "Breathe." Just, just breathe. 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 Oh, there's breathe. in the heights, and then there's if I could just breathe. All I need to do. You don't know that one, do you? Take my breath away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Broadway songs with breathing in it. There's like literally a uh, breathing ballet of. Take and, my breath away. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a. <sighs> there's so much breathing on Broadway, which I mean, sure. Breathe on Broadway. Breathe on Broadway. Ooh. TM. 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 Ooh, TM, 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 TM. <laughs> We're going to put on a concert later. Okay. We're going to breathe on Broadway. We're going to sing every, every air uh, song. Yes. <laughs> so the beginning of the song starts with note to self, don't be gay in Indiana. Aww. And then these boys are like assholes to her. And she's like, I'm, I, can, I can do it. I can get through this day. And these boys are like, so who's this girl you're going to bring to prom? And she's like, you don't know her. And she's, she's out new. of your league. Well, no, <laughs> she's, she's just like trying to avoid it. She's like, you don't know her. She's new here. And they're like, like an exchange student. She's like, maybe. And he's like, whoa, then why don't you like exchange her for a guy. What the fuck? Right? They're such assholes. This is also like this is a 2010 like yeah. issue that popped up. This and is I still like an it, issue. I guess in 20 I graduated high school in 2011. Look, it's 2021 and this yeah. is still an issue. Okay, okay, okay. Probably also in Indiana, but we know it's an issue. Well, in I was Texas in Illinois too. for what it's worth. So uh, yeah, this is still an issue today. This should not be an issue anymore, but it still is an issue. Uh, yikes. So. Anyway, she's trying to calm her down, herself down, and we hear from her principal, Mr. Hawkins, who is one of her allies. He's like, uh, this is something that needs to go to the courts. This is looks like it's a civil rights issue. It's a big deal. And Emma's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. And he's like, don't worry. I'm going to help you. 
he's a really good principal. Like, kudos. I love this character. I think it's played uh, by what's his name oh, in the movie. In the movie, it's Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Key. I fucking love him. I just can't remember his name, <laughs> but I love Keegan Michael Key. He plays this character really, really well. So, um, Mr. Hawkins again is her ally, and she's like, I don't. I feel uncomfortable with this. I just wanted to go to the prom. Like literally, I just wanted to take my girlfriend to the prom. Uh, but as Emma and Mr. Hawkins begin to make progress in front of the PTA discussion that they're having, Dee Dee, Barry, Angie, and Trent barge into the meeting with protest signs to support Emma. Dee Dee reminds everyone what a good person she is for doing this while claiming that this isn't about her humiliating Emma in the song, It's Not About Me. Listen, you bigoted monsters, just who do you think you are? Your prejudice and your oppression won't get past this Broadway star. Stealing the rights of a girl who is an LGBTQ teen. I've been far too angry to Google what those letters mean. I super want to sing this song now. Uh, I was listening to it on the way here and I was like, oh my God, I forgot how She's such a narcissistic bitch. But she's like, I want to tell all the people of the world, whatever this town's called, I know what's going on here. And frankly, I'm appalled. And then at one point, she's like, uh, how could you do this to... And the chorus all goes, Emma. She's like, Emma. This is Meryl Streep in the movie. This is Meryl Streep. She's this like, is Beth Liebel yes, in Broadway. Yes, this, she's is, like, this is hilarious. But it's not about me. It's about poor Emma. All the ensemble, Emma. Emma. And she's like, Emma, for can't you see... I like anyway. how there's also a lot of musicals about me and not about me, and I'd rather be me on Broadway. Oh, ooh, me on Broadway. So they're all, they're fighting at this PTA going, you, how dare you not allow that? They're like just, Emma's just about to start making some progress at the PTA meeting, yeah. we think. And then they barge in and they're like, how dare you treat this this little lesbian like this? And they're holding <laughs> her up on a pedestal. Lesbian. Seriously, that's that's how he continues Jesus to re- refer to her. And then Dee Dee is, is talking or singing about, it's all about this cause. I'm such a good person. Aren't you glad I'm here? But it's not about me. I promise it's not about me in this song. It's You just see her narcissism just oozing out. Ooze. Oozing out. So after the meeting, it is revealed that uh, the girl Emma wants to take to prom is Alyssa. And Alyssa is a very popular but closeted cheerleader. I was going to say, isn't she, cl- like, she would be closeted She's if she cl- didn't want to, like, say her name out loud to anyone or tell the boys. Right, she okay. didn't want to tell the boys. She's Alyssa is closeted, and she doesn't want people to know that she's lesbian. She wants to go to the, she wants to come out at prom. Aww. She's still afraid, though, because her daughter, or her mother, Mrs. Green, is the head of the PTA, and the the person oh. who's arguing, yeah, she's the main person who's arguing against having the uh, having a, a couple who's same sex at the prom. Yikes, Amundo. Yikes, Amundo. Yeah. So the two argue, but Alyssa blames Emma for all the publicity around the prom, but Emma reassures her that she didn't want any of this publicity. She wants them to just leave, the the actors from Broadway, she wants them to just leave because all she wants to do is just dance with you in the song Dance With You. Two people swaying slowly, nothing more and nothing less. Why anybody fears that is anybody's guess. I just wanna dance with you Let the whole world melt away and 
sweet song. I would love to sing this. It's a duet. It starts as a solo, and she's like, I don't want to start a ride. I don't want to start. I don't want to blaze a trail. I don't want to be a symbol. I just want to dance with you. And this song is so pretty. I just want to dance with you. It's just a pretty sweeping song. I just love it. I think it's beautiful. And I want to point out that Alyssa in the movie is Alyssa, or, or Ariana DeBois, who mm-hmm. is a neat, like we talked about her before. She's kind of a big deal. You know who was supposed to play that role? Who? Ariana Grande. Was it really? It was. Thank God it was. They replaced her with another Ariana. Well, Ariana, because Ariana DeBose, she is, she's the bull in Hamilton, and then she's playing Mm -hmm. Anita in West Side Story. Yeah, she's fabulous. In the upcoming film. Like, she, she had her huge breakthrough, I think, it was in Hamilton. Yeah. As well as, she did Bring It On, and she did Les Mis, and she did Motown, like, she's in Diana Ross, like, she's done. Yeah, she's fabulous. She's She's great. And Pippin, she was in Pippin. Mm Mm-hmm. So. so the actors attempt to hold a rally to inspire action for Emma, but can only book the halftime show at a monster truck rally. <laughs> the fuck? They perform <laughs> alongside the non-equity tour of Godspell. Aww. <laughs> the cast comes out to support. It's like Andrew Reynolds, I yeah. imagine, in Godspell. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> he plays Trent Oliver mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. And the, it, this is all in the song, The Acceptance Song. Let's all work together to make rainbow dreams come true. Ladies and gentlemen, two-time Tony Award winner, Miss Diddy Allen. Acorns accept the sun and turn to mighty oaks. The performance is obviously unsuccessful because this is a monster truck rally and that is attended by people who are not necessarily going to support. We want to see things get fucked up. That too, but they also don't necessarily know Broadway stars or give a crap about the LGBTQA+. Why are you singing? Yeah, they don't care about that, about the community. So it's later learned that the state attorney ruled that the school must hold a prom and Emma thanks the actors and Mr. Hawkins and Dee Dee go to Applebee's to celebrate. And I remember this one because he's like, can I take you to Applebee's? And Mr. Hawkins is a huge fan of Dee Dee. He loves her her work. And so um, he's like, can I take you to Applebee's? She's like, what's that? <laughs> She's never been to an Same Applebee's. Though, I yeah, would, I know. Ugh. I've been to Applebee's, but like, it's been a while. I would have been like, huh? Gross. <laughs> We're going where? Going where now? So with the prom back on, the students begin to prom pro prom pose, I can say it. Propose. Prom pose. Oh, like propose. Oh, like propose, but prom pose. I that became a thing after I was out of high school. Prom posals were like it was a term I never heard in high school, but then heard it immediately when I got to college. Yeah, same. I I had never heard it, and then like. Ten years later, I'm like, what the? F-? Yeah, people like spend big bucks to they prom do. pose. It's, I'm. Save your money. <laughs> y'all are y'all are like broke ass high schoolers. How did you get that money? Yeah, well, parents. Parents, stop giving your kids social money. media. You know, a, a rose, a single rose goes a long way. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Oh. Okay, continue. So <laughs> Emma officially asks Alyssa to this prom and she agrees, promising to come out. Uh, to be with her in the song You Happened. It's really sweet. Such Aww. a sweet song. There's something new happened and turned my life around entirely. And that's cause you happened. 
happened to me. So, cut to Applebee's. We're, <laughs> we're in a booth at Applebee's. That's, that's something I never want to hear. And cut, um, to, cut Applebee's. to Applebee's. Uh, fade to Applebee's. Um, fade in <laughs> to Applebee's. That's so Close funny. up on the disgustingly overcooked broccoli. Num num. Yeah. Mr. Hawkins, again, he's a huge fan of Dee Dee, tells her how much she inspires him in the song We Look to You. We look to you in good times and bad. The worlds you create make the real one seem less sad. The curtain goes up and every now and then it feels as if we're coming home again. Which is really sweet. And Dee Dee starts to kind of like fall for this guy a little you know she's never really like she at first it's like oh he's just a fan you know oh yeah i'm used to this you know <laughs> don't don't pay me any attention you know but oh no keep going this is the principal hawkins this is the principal oh yeah so principal hawkins is taking dd Dee Dee to, to to thank her oh for her gosh. help because otherwise the you know they wouldn't have had this prom or a quality prom you know so it just feels like everything's coming to a conclusion really fast and i'm like yeah. this is too happy where's where's the sad part like <laughs> after where, intermission <laughs> how come nobody has has learned their lesson why are they still narcissistic assholes so this is where i was like i don't know if i enjoy this movie so barry helps emma get ready for prom and reveals that he didn't actually go to his own prom he didn't have an opportunity to go because he wasn't accepted as a little gay boy when he was young and Aww. gay. So he just, he didn't This little gay boy when he was young and was gay. Young and gay. <laughs> Still gay. No longer young. But he, he didn't go to his prom. And so he helps her get ready for prom. And in the movie, it's, you know, they're walking around in, in the mall and having a good time shopping. And he's like throwing these dresses on her and she's really uncomfortable because yeah. she doesn't want to be in a dress. She wants to like wear a tux and be comfortable in her own skin and so in in the broadway show they're in her bedroom just like throw he's throwing dresses Which is on a her. little creepy a little bit yeah because this uh-huh. old like old your mom didn't is, let you go to new york in yeah. a senior's plane no. but her mom's letting this rando this rando 40 something year old broadway star in her bedroom. dress her yeah. yeah i mean whatever weird so meanwhile across town other teens are preparing for the prom as well and this is all happening in the song tonight belongs to you Go big, or you've blown it. It's time that you own it. Let's make it clear that tonight belongs to you. Now, whatever we choose, you gotta remember to sell it. So we assume everybody is going to the same prom while we're listening to this song because everyone's getting ready at the same time. So as Emma waits outside the gym, she asks Barry to walk her in because she's a little nervous. And it's it's so sweet. And as we got to this part in the movie, James was like, oh, God, I see what's about to happen. Oh, no. I was like, what? I was completely oblivious. I'm like, the show's about to end, right? Like, some shit's going to go down at the prom. He's like, no. So here's what happens, though. Okay. They start to walk her in. And they see Mr. Hawkins, who's inside, desperately trying to resolve this issue, revealing that the PTA put on another prom across town and this one is just for Emma, as required by the state attorney. Uh, so the prom that she just walked into has balloons and a couple of streamers in the gym and no one else except for the principal. And they didn't tell anybody where this secret prom is being held. Which is what really happened. In- it's what happened in real yeah. life. 
How fucked up is that? I can't believe somebody did that. I, I cannot. When I, that's why when I went and looked at some of the background this morning, I was like, wait, this is based on a true story? I know, like asshole people. What kind of fucked up shit it's, is that? I, I never really thought, like, I, you know, we live in our little bubbles of like people we know, like, oh, you know, the people we know aren't really assholes. And then you start to meet a lot of people in one day, mm-hmm. like I am now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. are some really quite awful people in this world. Well, and you know, I, I think that's why it's important to speak up when yeah. you, when you feel uncomfortable and somebody says something uncomfortable to you that's racist or, um, uncomfortable in the way that they're they're talking about a group of people that they have a prejudice against because they may have just been raised that way and just really they just don't, don't know. know they really just don't know it that is not excusing the behavior so uh, but you should speak up and you should correct them especially when you're uncomfortable that's the moment to correct people and it's uncomfortable and it's it it hurts relationships but you know it's important that we grow as a society so this is some fucked up stuff though i can't believe somebody did this so um everybody is panicking and dd panics that this fake prom will be bad for her press Mm. instead of how awful for emma she's like this is bad for press which angers mr hawkins because he's He's just learning about Dee Dee's true intentions. Her narcissism. Her yeah. narcissism and how this is all about her and not about Emma at all. Yeah. So Emma calls Alyssa, who tells her she didn't know anything about the other prom. Emma asks her to come and be with her, but she refuses to come out to the other prom. So devastated, Emma runs out of the gym, asking all the actors to just go home. And that's how we end act one. Ah. I know. Okay. That's I'm where I was like, really when that happened, I was like, Oh, that's why it felt like it was coming to a close too fast because they were going to throw this in her face. Oh, God. Yeah. just <sighs> That's a lot to unpack. It's not fair. It's not fair that this happened to her. Yeah. It's not fair. Anyway, that's end of act one. Go pee. Remember when we used to sing more and we were like trying to harmonize and stuff? Yeah, and everything always came out very minor. It did. Um, I'm moving a chair. Sorry, I'm putting my feet back up. Okay. I'm sitting very low to this table. Get low. Get, get low, low. Get low. What was the number one song that was played at your dances in high school? Actually, Get Low was one of them. And <laughs> the... Uh, it sounded very like 1920s, but it was the I, I, I song. I, 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 I. That was like the one that you like back it up on someone. Okay, because that one I never heard, but like, like to the window, to, to the wall. wall, that played. That still plays at weddings these everywhere. days. Everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. has never not played. So <laughs> that, It's when it started was when I was in high school. Okay. Yeah. I'd never heard that song until I got to, got to England, and I was like, what the fuck is this song? <laughs> it's, oh, James has a, he covers that song. He does like a slow jam on his guitar. <laughs> Three, six, nine, damn, you're fine. Yeah. That's very funny. Suck it to me, that, suck it to me, suck it to me. Like, he goes like, uh, skeet, skeet, Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Ah, oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn. That's so funny. It's not really awesome. That song yeah, in Wagon funny. Wheel. Rock he covers that, too. Of course he does. So he, he, covers, he covers all of he, my high school he songs. He covers your high school songs. Yeah. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> 
Okay, back to act two. Back to act two of the prom. So following the fake prom, the media frenzy around the whole event increases. The actors start to encourage Emma to step up and become the face of the story, but she's too scared. So Angie encourages her by teaching her about Zazz. And Angie is the one that was played by Nicole Kidman. She's the (laughs) Chicago um, chorus member. The one to be Roxy. She's like, it's all yeah she's just like this little blonde bimbo but then she starts kicking her legs up in the air and and sharing her story about bob fossey and the original production of chicago in the song zazz when a challenge lies ahead and you are filled with dread and worry give it some zazz (laughs) <laughs> so she's just like she's trying to bring out Zaz, some a little bit of of oomph, a little, uh, little bit of oomph from that Emma Zaz. That's hilarious. Razzle dazzle, you know. Give them the old razzle it's dazzle, dazzle, like zazzle zazz. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. I'm here. It's like it's very much give him the old razzle dazzle, but less about faking it and more about just like hey go be fabulous and everybody will want to do what you want them to do basically <laughs> is what she's saying she's she going she it between breaths she's like go go be fabulous As she breathes out her breath <sighs> So it, it does it does give Emma a little bit of courage to step up. So then Dee Dee returns to talk to Mr. Hawkins. Uh, in the movie I think this is in his office and it's really cool how they do the transition his door i was like i've never seen a high school principal's office look like this that is too big for high school principal's <laughs> office and then like especially in indiana yeah and like the door well, is on more, a slider there's more like cornfields there so there's a lot more space for there's, what's worth i'm actually i'm excited that i'm covering this because i head to indiana tomorrow Oh, my God. I know. I'm going to Indiana. I forgot that you were going. I know. I'm going to Fort Wayne to go visit Christy tomorrow. Aww. Excited. I'm so excited. Bring but back some corn. I'll bring some, I'll bring some corn back. Okay. <laughs> Dee returns to talk to Mr. Hawkins. And again, in the movie, it's like these gigantic sliding doors. And she's wheeled around on this table. And this all, <laughs> I, I want to say this probably happens on stage as well. In the song, The Ladies Improving. So he's mad at her. And he starts to berate her for being self-centered. But she performs this song to him, the, the Ladies Improving, which is from one of her other shows that he absolutely loves and adores. And he's like, okay, I guess you are improving. Don't give up on her. Yeah. You're trying to appeal to the fan in me. Well, it won't work. I'm not a fan anymore. The Ladies Improving so much that she gloats. I know you've got standards. Feel free to there isn't an issue, and that's why I wish you could see there's no reason to fret. So I'm begging you, sir, don't give up on her yet. Seriously, Dee Dee. She's like, look at me, I'm improving. You love this song, right? You love me, but I'm going to sing it for you. Isn't this a song that, that Beth uh, went viral with where she had this 30 second long note at the yes. end and everyone like everyone gave her a standing ovation yes yes, yes. when i heard or when i watched the movie and you see oh my god what's her name beth nope the movie. Uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my brain. Think of Meryl Streep. 
when you see Meryl Streep do this number, uh, at first I was like, there's no way. It's Meryl Streep. She can do anything. And then, well, I wasn't super convinced of her in Into the Woods, but then I saw her in the prom after we covered Into the Woods, and I was like, oh, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty wrong about this, about all this. I'm glad that you can admit that about yourself. I, I can. I, I'm not that proud that I can't admit when I'm wrong. Ain't, ain't this, too proud? This one, this one time. That's a musical. I, I ain't too ain't proud. Ain't too proud. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so she's like belting for the gods on the ladies improving, and uh, Mr. Hawkins starts to, you know, soften his heart again. So then Trent, Trent is the guy with the Godspell non-equity tour that's just kind of washed up and he's like, oh God. Which is Andrew Rannells. I know. And this he's is This fabulous. is Elder, Elder, Elder Price. Price. Yep. This <laughs> We're going to talk Price. about him later too. Yeah. In our next show. Yeah. So Trent decides that he might be able to change the minds of the youth, the youths. The youths. Of the town. He does not have a TikTok, Emily, but he's going to try <gasps> to change the mind of the youths in the town. Uh, due to his small town upbringing, so yeah. he, he himself was brought up in a tiny town, he confronts a number of the students about how they and their families break the world of their Bible every day and how hypocritical they are. And he encourages them to follow, quote unquote, love thy neighbor above all in the song, Love Thy Neighbor. Or we could use some common sense instead. When you're lost, it always helps recalling those immortal words that Jesus said. There's one rule that trumps them all. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor trumps them all. So this is really, I love this song. I'm going to pull up the lyrics real quick. You love that song. I love that song. I can't talk right now. Apparently, so you said because earlier, because. And it like really stuck in my brain. So he says, You can't cherry pick the Bible, choosing which part you want to believe. And one of the girls says, We don't do that. He's like, You don't? What's this? And Kaylee has a, a small tattoo. So he's like, Kaylee has a small tattoo. That tattoo would be taboo. Kaylee, guess what waits for you? An eternity in the fiery pits of hell. Hey. hey! So this whole thing is uh, is going point by point in the Bible. Mm. And, uh, so it's it's crazy, and he starts to turn these guys around and talking about divorce and are your are your parents divorced? Yeah, well that's a sin too. Oh, and oh my here's God. some more sins that you guys are all following, and you want to put all of your you want to put all this on Emma and say she's the devil and she's you know not following Jesus and she's you know upsetting the world. You all are fucking with the world and not following the Bible in in this song, Love Thy Neighbor. So he's like, instead of like going point by point in the Bible, can we all just get along and love each other? Please. And stop being assholes. Amen. And by the end, the kids are like dancing with him. And in the movie, this is in the food court, Mm -hmm. like around the big fountain in the food court, very a la Mean Girls. But in the stage production, it's outside of like a 7-Eleven looking thing. Oh, the 24 Mart? The 24 Mart, Mart. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Alyssa meets with Emma in the next scene to apologize for not showing up to the fake prom, telling her that all the pressure her mother puts on her to be perfect and how she blames Alyssa for her father leaving. So Alyssa's mom blames Alyssa whoa. for her father leaving. I, I don't know why. I, yeah, like, whoa, indeed. So Emma is unable to accept her apology, and they actually break up in the song Alyssa Green. Your mom's made sacrifices, so win homecoming queen. Cause it's do or die when you're Alyssa Green. 
I know, it's really sad. It's really sad. In the next scene, all of the actors, the Broadway actors, book Emma in a TV appearance, which she doesn't want. Yeah. But she turns it down, obviously, because she really doesn't want it. And she tells them that she has her own plan to control the narrative and change minds. She does not want to go on a TV show. Fuck that. So convinced that her plan will work and that they will be able to have a prom for everyone, Emma asks Barry to be her date so that he is finally able to fulfill his dream of going to the prom. Barry is overjoyed and agrees as he recounts his experience missing his own prom in the song, Barry is Going to Prom. It's strange, but I feel like I'm in a time machine. Cause guess what? It's like I'm suddenly 17. So book a white limo, uncork the dom. After 29 years, I am finally going to prom. Emma uploads a video of her singing with her guitar and her struggles and longing for acceptance from everybody and how despite that, she is proud of who she is and won't hide anymore. So she's like, here's my guitar. I have a pretty singing voice. (laughs) Fuck you all. Here's me singing. It's a musical. It's a musical. (laughs) Fuck you all. If you can't. If you can't love me for who I am, then I don't need you in my life. Fuck you all. Yeah. Fuck I, you all. Honestly, like, acceptance oh, is shit. Yourself. Just love each other. It's not about accepting because that that implies that, like, you're flawed, but I accept it. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't just don't have an opinion about other people. <laughs> and <laughs> who gives a fuck? Worry like, about yourself. Worry about yourself. Don't worry you're about other like, people. But it's not all about you, but worry about yourself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So she inspires other members of the LGBTQ plus community in the area and across the country to comment on their support and for her and how it has helped them in the song Unruly Heart. I just kept on failing. I guess that was a sign that there wasn't much hope for this unruly heart of mine. And I want to bring up a real quick, in the song in the beginning that I was talking about with Dee Dee saying it's not about me, she starts off the song with, um, I want to help this LGBTQ teen instead of like, and it just makes me mad every time whenever those letters are swapped around. It just, it just hurts my soul. But LGBTQ teen instead of LGBTQ LGBTQ teen. And she's like, I haven't had a moment to look up and Google what that means. It's oh. just like, boo. She really doesn't know what she's talking about in the beginning. But Dee Dee's, wow. Dee Dee's starting to learn. She's understanding that this is not about her. And she's helping. So this video, going back to the song Unruly Heart that Emma uploads on the internet with her guitar, this video goes viral, inspiring all of the, the four actors to plan an inclusive prom for Emma and all the LGBTQ plus kids across the state. The actors want Emma to finally have a prom, but the school doesn't have the money for it. So... They all donate to this cause. And Dee Dee, they turn to her and they're like, come on, Dee Dee, put down the American Express black card. And she's like, fine. So Aww. she puts down her American Express black card, which like has no limit or something. I was like, just so, just to be clear, Broadway actresses, especially like two time Tony award winning Broadway actresses, don't necessarily have all the money in the world. Mm-mm. It is like that, like, yes, they, <laughs> like the, the wages are about the same. Yeah. So 
Side note. Side note. Just wanted to throw that out there. Side note. (laughs) I also, I do wonder like how some people in New York have been living, how some actors have been living with no like income Well, because the income, think about it, like it's, it's, I saw a posting today, uh, the prom, actually I saw the prom audition posting. (gasps) It was for ensemble. I'm okay It was $19.72 a week. So $1,972 a week. Oh my God, that sounds great. It's a, it's quite a bit of money, but your contract is only nine months long, right? And chances are you didn't have a work before that, and you probably don't have work lined up after that, That's unless you, you have it. So you get a quite a like you get a big lump sum of money, but then you have to go and not have any jobs for a little while. Yeah. So then you have to budget it out. So really, what you're turning into is that you're maybe getting closer to like. $700 a week, which is still quite a bit, but it's not, you know, astronomical. It's more than I make now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's ways of surviving in New York as an actor, but definitely I'm not sure many of them have ex- American Express black cards. Yeah. So the VTA is really mad about the possibility of a new prom, but the students voice their support because they just had this talk with this guy about how you shouldn't be Bible thumping assholes. And they're like, why don't we just go ahead and support this prom as well? Uh, thank you, Trent, for your efforts to change their minds. So he did change their minds. He just can't get the adults to change their minds. So the students suggest that Trent, actually, they fell in love with Trent. They want him to stay in Indiana and become their drama teacher. Oh. And he does at the end of this. He's always, like, kind of upset that he's on tour with a non-equity thing. He's like, Ugh. God, oh, yeah. but this is my life. This is what I do. And then they're like, well, why don't you come be our drama teacher? And he's like, okay. Okay. Oh, that's so cute. And he like, you know, he really enjoys it. So Alyssa comes out to her mother at this prom. Everybody ends up at this gigantic uh, thrown together prom that the actors put all their money into. And including the PTA mom, because she's just pissed. And the whole town is there. And everybody comes out to support this couple that they just said no to not long ago, except for this PTO mom or PTA mom. She's like the only one that's still an asshole. So Alyssa comes out to her mother, Mrs. Green, confessing her love for Emma, finally. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, but Alyssa's like this really popular cheerleader. And her like, mom she's is like normal and everyone looks like, up to her. Yeah. So like she's she's lesbian? Yeah. Oh, so now it's okay. She's- rude. So Mrs. Green is really, she's actually super reluctant (laughs) to accept Alyssa as she is, but then Barry steps in saying if she doesn't accept Alyssa, she's going to lose her, much like what happened with his parents. And in the movie, I believe he goes and his mother shows up in the, at the prom. Mm -hmm. Um, and he hasn't talked to her and since he came out and was kicked out as a child. Yeah. And I don't know if that happens in the stage show, but it's, it's just an extra sweet thing that happens. Mm -hmm. But then he's like, where's dad? And she's like, well, he didn't want to come. Is it, it's Vera Glickman, Tracy Ullman played. Oh my God. Was that Tracy Ullman? Mm -hmm. Whoa. Apparently. Tracy Ullman. And then also Dee Dee and Barry have a publicist, uh, Saperstein and Mm -hmm. it was Kevin Chamberlain. Oh, wow. It was Horton. Horton, Oh, that's cool. The elephant. Aw. Side note. So going back real quick, uh, Barry steps in when Mrs. Green is like, I can't, I don't think I can do this. He's like, you're going to lose her. Just like I lost my parents. I walked right on away and it was hard, but you're going to lose her. So Mrs. Green is devastated about that thought. And 
begins to become more open and agrees to listen to her daughter. The PTA backs down and quickly makes plans for a new prom while Dee Dee and Barry question what quote-unquote success is. The school puts on this more inclusive prom and LGBTQ plus couples from the area all around attend along with straight couples of James Madison High School. Emma and Alyssa finally get their dance and they share a kiss in the song, It's Time to Dance. I just wanna dance with you. It's time to little goosebumps and it's sweet yeah it's so fucking sweet it's just a sweet sweet little musical it is and it's it's so unassuming that this because I had heard of the prom and then I was like yeah I don't really know anything about it like I I hadn't heard what the synopsis was I was just like okay that looks like a bunch of glitter and stuff and it looks like a good time if I need like a pick-me-up I'll watch it eventually and then I actually watched it and I was like oh my god this is a fun this is like a good plot uh, and then I just found out it's based on a true story. I'm like, oh my God, people are terrible. It's just, it is, it's wild. And 2010, I like, that's when I was a junior in high school. That's when I moved back from England and, mm-hmm. you know, central Illinois. That's when and I, I as I from said, college. I was like sitting there, I was like, no, that could, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, it happens, th- it happens these days too. Yeah. This is not something knew a revolutionary that somebody was an asshole like this in a little corn town in a corn town yeah or in you know a big city like houston yeah i feel like we might have to have an episode where we whine about the movie specifically uh-huh um because there's i'm like looking at some facts and i'm like ooh. i will say that um filming commenced december 11 2019 in los uh, los angeles but it was suspended march 12th 2020 because mm-hmm. of covid mm-hmm. And then it resumed mid-April, but it ultimately was delayed to the summer, and then the production was eventually, uh, like, they continued again July 23rd, 2020. So it was one of those, like, COVID, like, oh, oh, shit, like... (laughs) What do we do? What do we do? Because, like, it was funny, I was was watching a Riverdale, um, a Riverdale interview where they had to stop filming their final season and then they came back, but like the actors had gained weight yeah. during COVID. So like the next day, suddenly they're a little bit larger, yeah. that facial hair. Yeah. Like, um, and they try to like, they just look slightly different. I was watching a, uh, we've it, all aged. Yeah. Like year. everyone's <laughs> age. So it was just funny. Like when that age difference, like, Oh, it's this right. Like we're picking up where we left off or right. we go back and you're like, Oh, no. oh like, wow. They had a cheeseburger today. <laughs> Which is okay. You can. That's yeah, fine. Absolutely. Just, I had several a day. Yeah. Shape. I just think it's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, that's a cute musical. I I had no idea it about is. the Broadway stars. No idea. I really. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that that they they took this this real life thing where Lance Bass and Green Day were yeah. supporting them on social media and then turned it into this Broadway stars who need to look better. Yeah, came and down. I, I don't. I don't. I the Broadway stars. I wish that 
I do wish this is my critical response. I do wish they hadn't gone with Broadway because I feel like Broadway already gets such a bad rap for so many things. They could have gone with film stars. It could have been film stars. Why yeah. couldn't it have been a film star? Yeah. Why but then it's that too big. And then once if it was like local politicians, oh. they went with Broadway stars. Uh huh. So. I mean, it, it could easily have been any other group like that. That's why I want to point out, like, for sure. Broadway stars, like, we're working fucking asses off. Yeah. Um, not that I'm a Broadway star, but as an working <laughs> actor. As a future. As a, as a future Broadway star. <laughs> I said that, but I'm like, no, like, I was literally, when I was in New York, I was supposed to, hit up, like, hit up with Marissa Rosen. Mm. And she had just gone back from Nashville, and literally she touched down in New York and then had... Auditions. Recording. Uh, no, not even audition. She had a recording and then she had um rehearsal for for Tavern on the Green where she had two gigs like back to back. And so and then she had another gig. Like she literally hit the ground running after her trip. Yeah. And that's the thing, is like she's working her ass off. She is. And yeah. I can't believe she had the time, gave the time to come on Evil Spread. Like yeah. I was like, how did you even have time to do that? Yeah. I know she put she did it in a day. And it was a lot that I was asking her. And I was like, how do you even have time? Because I know you have a concert tonight. Yeah. Girl. Like, people, oh, Broadway stars, we we work hard as if we as, are. As, as if we, as we if are. We but, like, that. no, like, it's it's a hard, it yeah. is still a hard job. It's just like any other job, but it's not sitting at your desk. You're getting paid for what you work for. And you're also not getting, you're not getting paid for what you work for. Right. And then it's, it's super admirable when a Broadway star is able to go fight for a cause that they believe in. Mm-hmm. And I don't... And throw money at and it. And throw money at when it. So. financially, it's, it's right. just hard. But in this, in this imagination of, of this world, of this story, it's interesting that they chose to go with Broadway stars. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, well, but it's, yeah. It's a, you know who I do support? I think you mean who supports us. Well, I support them supporting <laughs> us. <laughs> We're hashtag current cause. Yep. Are you talking about our patrons? We are. I am yeah, talking okay, about okay. our patrons. I do love our patrons. If you would like to join our patrons, you can at www.patreon.com slash wines and dolls. Your money goes towards our future projects, our equipment, our website, maintenance of the podcast, etc., etc. And what you get from that are special little things like extra nice. content. Um, to be totally honest, I've been running behind on it, but we are heading into summer and I feel like there might be a full swing of new things coming out real soon. If you want to support us in other ways, you can subscribe anywhere you're listening to this podcast. And if you are an Apple podcast, please scroll down to the bottom and leave us a five-star review. And if you would like to actually send us a note, you can email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. And quite honestly, if there's any little gifties or things that you think we need, go ahead and email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com and we will get you an address. And please follow us on social media at Wines and Dolls. You can find us on the TikTok, on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitter. Chelsea does a banging job with all of that. So to never miss any content, please subscribe and follow us on social media. Hashtag current cause. (laughs) And with that... I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been... Wines and Dolls! Oh yeah, that thing. (laughs) 